Welcome to I Testify with Minister Brandy. I'm your host, Minister Brandy Mitchell. I'm so glad that you're joining us today. We are excited about the story that we'll hear today. We're excited about what God is going to do uh, in our lives and in this show and through this show. And we're just uh, we're just excited and grateful to have uh, Pastor Shaka West with us here today. Um, but before we go into our interview, I would love to start with a word of prayer because prayer is always in order. So Heavenly Father, God, we come to you right now. Lord, we come to you thanking you, God, for another day's journey. Lord, we come to you right now, God, asking God for your favor to manifest in this place, in our lives, God. Lord, we ask right now, God, that this story that is told today, God, that it touches the hearts of many. Oh, Lord, that someone is set free and delivered from hurt, that someone is set free and delivered from a pain that they never thought they would leave alone, God. And we thank you right now, God, for everything you're doing in this season. We thank you right now, God, for everything you're doing in our lives. Lord, we give you all the glory, all the honor and all the praise in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Awesome. I'm so excited. Sis. Okay. So please tell us about yourself. Okay. First of all, thank you for having me. Yeah. I'm honored to be chosen to be asked to be a part of your amazing movement. Yeah. And um, just a little about me. My name is Shaka. West White. Um, I'm from Bayonne, Georgia, small town, country girl. Um, I grew up in the country. Yeah. Um, attended college in Fort Valley country. So I'm just well-rounded country girl uh, who loves the Lord. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. me in a nutshell. That's awesome. I'm going to tell you, um, when I reached out to you, I didn't know you personally, mm -hmm. but all I saw on Facebook was just gorgeous, 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 you know, just um, about, you know, physical appearance and um, not kind of, I guess, people looking at and projecting materialism right. on you. Mm -hmm. And so when I reached out to you, I was so humbled and convicted. I was like, oh my <laughs> goodness, this is not who she is. Um, and I came at you like talking about business. And you were like, no, I just want to talk about Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, um, it just blessed me because it fixed my focus. You know, it right, fixed my focus right, right. on a lot of things. So you've been a blessing to me already, and I, awesome. I thank God for that. Awesome. Amen. So um, we want to get started. Just um, the purpose of our show is to just, you know, bless somebody who may be going through something that you've overcame uh, through 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 God. Right. You know, so there are, are things that we overcome in our lives um, that sometimes only God can get us out of. Right. Um, Absolutely. Sometimes <laughs> that it, it gets so uh, rock bottom or so low that... The only way that we can make it out of a thing is through um, our, our Heavenly Father intervening on our behalf Absolutely. and saving our souls and saving our minds from, from where we're headed. So tell us a little um, about your story. If this was testimony service in a, in a tent revival in 1995, <laughs> tell us what you would tell as your testimony says. Wow, wow. If it was tent revival. <laughs> as, you know, I, I can remember attending... Yeah. Tent Revival, and actually at Tent Revival is where I first met Christ. Yeah. Tent Revival, right across the street from my grandmother's house, yeah. under a tent. And it, if I was there um, today, it my testimony would be that God has truly made a way. God is the reason I'm here. Um, just a part of my testimony, I was, I was this girl, I was this clubber. I know you, you, you may not see it now, uh, especially on social media. But um, I was this clubber. I was this this wild child. I was in the street. Yeah. I was like, 
I, I didn't drink or smoke, but I was the life of the party. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, the party didn't start until I got to the party. Yeah. You know, that club from Wednesday to Sunday. Like, mm -hmm. that was my thing. Mm -hmm. I was going, I was clubbing. I was doing everything that I was big enough to do. Yeah. And um, the reason I'm sharing this about the club is because that's where I first heard the voice of God. Okay. The first time I ever heard it. Yeah, yeah. And I, to be honest with you, I haven't heard it as clear as I did when I was in the club. Really? The music was loud. And, and it, the club had become a part of me. Yeah. Because that's what I was doing. Yeah. That was my pleasure. That was on oh, my itinerary of things to do every day. Every day. Like every night I was going to the club. So I, I remember some, some, um, actually I was in college and some young ladies, they rode to the club with me. Mm -hmm. And I was in the club just dancing and I heard the voice of God so clear. Shaka, you need to leave. I have so much more for you. I'm like, what? No, I, I'm listening to Juvenile. I don't hear what, listen, this is not part of that song. And I heard it again so clear. And I went, I got in my car and I left everybody who wrote me. Oh boy. And we were like maybe 45 minutes away from school. Mm -hmm. And I left them and I, I had to call them back and tell them, y'all have to find a way home. I had to leave at that moment. Yeah. I couldn't even go and talk to anyone because they would have persuaded me mm -hmm. to, hey, you didn't hear you didn't hear God in the club. Girl, we're not going anywhere. This is what we do. You're crazy. Mm -hmm. So I heard the voice of God and, and I left. And I've been just yearning to hear his voice ever since. Yeah. You know, and I just just do everything I can just to hear that voice. Yeah. Because it was so clear. It was so real. And it spoke to a place in me I didn't even know I needed to be mm. spoken to. Wow. You know? Yeah. And going to the club, I was looking for love. I was looking for attention. You know? And when he spoke to me, it filled me with everything I needed yeah. and that I was looking for. Just his voice. Not even me praying. I, because I club I, I didn't know God like that I, I wasn't a prayer I didn't fast I wasn't being obedient mm -hmm. it was just his voice yeah and it changed my life wow and his voice is just that powerful yes it you is. know we, we sometimes we say I remember growing up I got to get myself right before I can't I can't go to church I can't do this until I get myself together, mm -hmm. you know, but you, you'll never get yourself together mm -mm. if, if God doesn't do it for you oh, yeah. and his voice did it for me. Amen. And I've been, I've been running with him ever since. Amen. That's awesome. I think that's an important point is that, um, a lot of people think once I get myself together, like they have to be suited up and, and their mind has to be right and their heart has to be, you know, God does that for you. He does. You know, I remember I worked a job and I said, Lord, if I don't do anything else on this job, I've done enough because we were in orientation and there was a woman there and she was telling me her grandma was a prophet and her granddad was a pastor mm -hmm. and all these people. I said, well, what about you? She said, oh, I ain't saved. I said, what you mean you ain't saved? <laughs> she said, I ain't saved yet. I still, you know, I still do stuff that I ain't supposed to do. I ain't saved. I said, what does it mean to be saved? Right. And she's like, you know that you do everything right and you holy and you righteous. No. I said, no, the Bible <laughs> says if you confess with your mouth and believe yeah. in your heart Absolutely. that Jesus is the son of God and he died to save you from your sins, you shall be saved. Right. And she's like, huh? 
She just didn't understand. I said, do you believe? She right. said, yeah. I said, well, say it out loud. And she said it out loud. And I said, Baby you're girl, you saved. saved. You're saved. And she started weeping, and I'm crying. We're at orientation. Right. Everybody else was like, "Y'all supposed to be doing your eye nines. What are y'all doing?" <laughs> it was so funny, but yeah. that's just been the thing. I say, you don't get right, and then come to him. You come to him and let him get you right. Right. And even after that, you're still not still right. not right. You still striving. You still need him. Yeah. You still, you still need, need him. him every day. You still need him. Every you, day. You, if the day you become perfect is the day he needs to take you out there. That's that's it. You that's know? it. There's always room for growth. There's always, always somewhere we can go and learn and, and a place we can get closer to God. Right. I'm always, you know, seeking to be stronger Absolutely. in the Lord, seeking his presence, you know, and I'm, I try to stay in his presence. Absolutely. But um, I've been looking at the difference between seeing him and seeking him. Yeah. And Lord, I just want to see you. I need you here. Right. I don't even need to be finding you. I need you here. Right, right. I need you to invoke you today right. so you can be here, you know. And he's everywhere. We thank God for for his presence and, and his voice in your life. Yes, his voice. So did you ever tell your friends what happened? Um, no, I never actually shared this with them. Really? I make sure I tell them to watch this. <laughs> so they get the understanding. Yes, like, why did Shaka leave me? Why did Shaka just stop going to the club? Did they notice a difference in you after that day? Um... Somewhat, okay. but still, it, it wasn't um, immediate. It wasn't immediate, like, oh, I'm so in love with God. I'm doing what he says. I'm, you mm -hmm. know, no, it, it wasn't an immediate transformation. Right. So I do want others to know it, yeah. it didn't happen like I right. heard him, but my I didn't change immediately. Yeah, yeah. And I think it was because I really didn't know him. Right. You know, I, that voice, but just to know him to just drop everything like okay i'm gonna follow him i didn't know i i had to get to know him yeah and when i got to know him then i realized why that voice was so powerful in my life so tell me about your journey to knowing christ my journey to knowing christ um it it what drew me to know him and to just push me towards him my mother became sick okay and like, okay, God, what can I do? I need my mom healed. Yeah. This is all I have. I know your voice. I heard you. I'm going to church. I'm trying to get to know you a little better. Mm -hmm. So tell me what I need to do. And God and I had a conversation, and he told me, if you're obedient, your mother will live. I'm like, mm. And he took me to the Bible, to Hezekiah. Uh, King Hezekiah in 2 Kings 8, I think. And it said that King Hezekiah was successful. Everything he did was prosperous because he obeyed God. Yeah. And you remember in the Bible, King Hezekiah was told he was about to die. Mm -hmm. yes. He turned his face to the wall and said, God, you remember, I, I was obedient. You remember, he brought it back to God. Yeah. Remember, remember, and God added 15 years to his life. Yeah. Because of his okay. obedience. So God said, if you're obedient. So for seven years, and I tell people, for seven years, I was totally obedient to God. Mm -hmm. Like, I asked him, what should I wear? Yeah. Um, when I got in my car, which way should I go? Yeah. Like, it was, it was crazy obedience. Whoa. Like, people say, girl, you crazy. You know, yeah. it, it don't take all that. But I knew what I wanted from God. Yeah. So it took all of that. So even what I eat, um, 
I, I remember I was uh, I wanted to lose weight, and God said, "Make your body obey your voice." Mm -hmm. And I was able to to tell my body what I wanted my body to do. Yeah, and I dropped twenty pounds because I had authority over wow. that. Even so, it just that obedience gave me authority over things that I didn't think I could. Yeah, I could have authority over. Wow, you know, we're gonna shoot to a quick commercial break and. Okay. I gotta pick up on that because I'm so okay. I'm just so into it. I'm like, okay, I gotta okay. remember, gotta okay. remember. We're gonna shoot to a quick commercial break and we'll be right back after these messages. Good morning and welcome to I Testify. The vision of the show is to showcase amazing stories of God's grace, mercy, and power. The guests have all experienced things that many of us can only imagine. However, some of these things may hit home. Their stories are evidence that God still heals, delivers, restores, and sets free. We hope you join us each week here on Preach the Word Worldwide Network and that you subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you can be blessed by what you see. God gave me this vision and I'm so grateful to be able to share it with you. God bless. Are you looking for a hairstylist that is up to date on the latest trends? Then Braids by Trina is the place for you. From cornrows to box braids to crochet, Braids by Trina can meet all of your natural hair care needs. From the mature woman to the little princess. Nice and neat, you won't find better service in Southwest Georgia. Come as a client, leave as a friend. Call today and schedule your appointment. Hello, Southwest Georgia. This is Brandon, Big Baby Campbell with Albany, Mitsubishi. Letting you know we specialize in no credit, bad credit, bankruptcy credit. So if you need a car and you earn or make more than $2,000 a month, come see me today and let me get you riding. We have brand new Mitsubishis and a great selection of pre-owned cars to choose from. So come see me today at 1000 East Overthought Boulevard or call me 229-888-4101. Long live JD. Welcome back to I Testify with Minister Brandy. We have been talking to Pastor Shaka about her story and her journey towards Christ. Um, since you were just saying that um, your mom was sick and you mm -hmm. told uh, you told God um, that you would be obedient. He, told, mm -hmm. he asked for your obedience mm -hmm. to extend her life. Right. So you were obedient in everything. In everything. Yes, yeah, tell us. In everything, even um, with praise dance. I, I've been praise dancing for over 25 years. For seven years, God told me to minister and dance to one song, Jesus by Shekinah Glory. The only song. I danced at weddings, funerals, birthday parties, church, and I only ministered to one song. And it was out of obedience because that's what God, and it was, and, and if you know, it said number Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And I didn't know. But at that time, that was gonna be that was gonna be the only thing I had when I needed something. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. So in that time period, I lost everything. Jobs. I lost everything. And the only reason I was able to survive is because I had that name of Jesus down, deep down in my soul and i'm like okay god so that's why you told me to stick with that song yeah, for yeah. seven years 
because you knew I was going to need that name. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the name that's above every name. Yes, you is. knew I was going to need that name. So my obedience was even in, in ministry. I didn't mean even what to eat, uh, what to look at on TV, yeah. what music to listen to. Yeah. Like just obedience because I wanted my mother healed. Yeah. You know, I wanted her healed. I want her delivered. I, I wanted that. So God, whatever it takes for me to do, mm -hmm. let me um me do it. I remember um one time my mother had to go to the hospital and um they told her that she had uh, stage four cancer. Mm -hmm. Um and they told her that she would her kidney was failing mm -hmm. and she would need that emergency dialysis. I said, no, God, you told me, and I'm going to remind you. So this is what I need you to do, God. Yeah. I need you to allow my kidney to work in the place of hers. Yeah. So that night, I stayed up all night using the bathroom. Mm -hmm. All night, all night. My kidney just going. Yeah. All night, all night. Her, hers wasn't functioning at all. All night. When we got up and went back to the hospital, the doctor said, I don't know what happened, but she didn't need dialysis. Her kidneys are working just fine. She is okay. And I was like, God. And he was like, this is what obedience does. Yeah, yeah. When you're obedient to me, I'll give you the desires of your heart. Yes. And it's deeper. And, and that's why I don't talk about at my accolades and, and, and the things that I have and the things that I do because it was only the obedience to God who could give me the true desires of the desires of my heart. Yeah. Something you can't buy. Yeah. Something people can't give you. My desires were let my mother's kidney start working. Yeah. Let my mother be here from cancer. Yeah. Let let this happen. So that's where my obedience came. Yeah. And um that's why I was so strictly obedient. Mm -hmm. But I got distracted in my obedience. Yeah. Church hurt. Yeah. Ch church people. You know, we say there's no such thing as church hurt. It is. Yeah, it is. We're the church, right? Mm -hmm. And if you hurt me, that's church hurt. Yeah. So I got distracted. Because the church hurt and my mother died. And God said, because you were distracted, you lost your focus. This is why. And after that, he put me, he took me through a season of silence and darkness. Okay. And the silence was, I got distracted because of the voices of people. Yeah. And he said, I am going to teach you how to be quiet mm -hmm. in the distraction. Yeah. Teach you how to keep your focus. Keep Teach you how to stay looking straight at me. Regard, like when Peter walked on water, yeah, yeah. he only began to sink when he, he lost his focus. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to teach you how even when the, the storms are raging, thunder, I'm going to teach you how to be silent yeah. and to focus on me. To block everything out yeah. in this season. So he took me through a season of silence. And when I tell you that silence was torture. It wasn't 
it wasn't a pleasant season of silence. It's because a season of silence is when you can't retaliate. Yeah. You can't respond. Mm -hmm. You can't even express how you feel. You just have to be silent and trust God yeah. to be your voice. So how, how did the season of silence come about that God tell you be quiet like he's so he says in this season this was after you lost your mom this was after I lost my mom and you were hurt I was hurt the silence was while you were hurting it was while I was hurting okay and it was because I lost my focus yeah so so God had to teach me in order to live mm -hmm. in order for things connected to you to live I have to teach you how to be silent how to stay focused. Mm -hmm. So during that time, it was torture. Yeah, I, I tell you, it was torture because the silence took place in church. Okay. So I I, I even had to sit at a table mm -hmm. and be insulted, humiliated. But God told me not to say a word. Mm -hmm. I'm teaching you. How to stay focused and I had to sit there and take it like a cute little girl I had to take it but it worked for my good mm -hmm. so in that season of silence I needed to recover from that mm -hmm. it was like when you're in an accident yeah and you're beaten and you're broken and you're battered so it was as if I had just had a terrible accident mm -hmm. so I had to go to a place to have surgery in a recovery room. Yeah. And God shifted me to harvest time, you know? And I was thinking, okay, God, is this where I need to be planted? And he told me, no, this is where you recover. Mm. So he sent me to a place where no one knew anything about me. They knew nothing about what I dealt with or anything. Yeah. But it was a place where they would cover me mm -hmm. until I recovered. So it was at harvest where I recovered. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I thank God that the leaders knew. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it, it when, when we when we buy plants, they may come in a small container, but we may have to replant them yeah. because yeah. we want them to grow. Yeah. So they understood. She she she's coming in this small container. We're gonna nourish her, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna water her and we're gonna take care of her. And when she begin, we know she will have to move, but this is our responsibility yeah. right here. You know, God says some plants on water, but he gives the increase. Yeah. And they knew that. Yeah. And so it wasn't a struggle mm -hmm. to recover here. Yes. Because they knew their duty and responsibility and obligation in my life. So it was yeah. so easy to recover here because it was so, because I had leaders who knew how to help me recover. Yeah. yeah. So, so he, he allowed an older, um, woman of God here to, to cover me. Yeah. She covered me in prayer. She covered me. I mean, she covered me and it was something that I needed because I lost my mother. Yeah. I didn't have that. So I needed that, mm -hmm. and she was that person to um, to cover me, yeah. and I recovered. But out of that, I know how to remain silent, and I know how to stay focused. Yeah, because um, 
fruit of the spirit temperance mm -hmm. it's like you like i'm gonna force you into learning how to be temperate how, yeah. to, how when to speak and when not to speak yeah, because before um when you're an emotional person your your flesh will rise up and you can you respond or retaliate or defend yourself when god actually wants you to remain quiet absolutely. so um that's amazing it, um for the viewing audience, our show is actually filmed at Harvest Time Ministries here in Albany, Georgia. So um, it's a beautiful blessing. You actually came here while I was gone. Mm -hmm. so I had left. You came. Yeah. You left. I came yeah. back. Yeah. So um, we passed each other. We missed each other just like that. But God is um, amazing and intentional in his uh, covenant connections. Right. So um, we just thank God for you. Even after you left, I know people say, oh, Pastor Shaka, she was amazing. Oh, she was a, <laughs> she's a mighty woman. Oh, God, she was so pretty. You know, they just talk about you in such beautiful terms. Mm -hmm. And so whatever ugliness you had left that whatever hurt you had left before you came here and was planted here and you blossomed in a in a beautiful way mm -hmm. because you love nothing but beautiful things mm -hmm. and that's an amazing um amazing uh thing to do because a lot of times people can't recover from church hurt right people leave church period right you know um right. and from being hurt by the church because the expectation is that the church will love you and, right. and take care of you. Right. And um, we have to recognize that's a real thing. And, um, you know, in those seasons of someone experiencing church hurt, what would you tell them um, to do to process those feelings so they can get past it? Right. And I, I would actually tell them to trust God. It, yeah. It's really um, a time when you really have to trust god and, yeah. and realize people we're human yeah we make mistakes yeah we error we, we 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 do things wrong sometimes yeah and you just have to ask god for a heart of forgiveness mm -hmm. and um just trust god and not make irrational decisions mm -hmm. out of that out of that hurt yeah of that place of hurt amen that's good i um i realized recently that hurt and anger I always thought that if somebody hurt me, I was justified to hold a grudge because mm -hmm. they hurt me. Right. You know, and I felt like I was justified in, in my grudge. I felt like um, I could I could stay angry. But the revelation God gave me is that it has a different uh, cause, but the effect is the same. Uh -huh. You know, and it's unforgiveness. And that's not of God. So we just thank God that, that you are healed and delivered and restored from that church hurt. And that those are out there who are going through it. Um you know, can find comfort and solace and just trusting the Lord and understanding that people are human. Um, but we're going to wrap up this episode. We're going to have Pastor Shaka back um, for the culmination of this interview. So we just thank God for you and we'll see you next week. Testimony, testimony, my testimony, my testimony.